0: From the Commagers, I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. I'm Katie. And today we were discussing a big city kid in a small town. They said he would never win, but he knew he had to. That's actually the tagline from the movie. That's why I put that in there. We rarely ever do that. That was uh, the tagline on the poster. Very not well written. No, not not well written at all. No. But we have Kenny Loggins' music. Yes. Kevin Bacon, yes. and Religious Extremists yes, all rolled into one film. We are talking <laughs> uh, Footloose. But first, as always, we ask the most pressing question of every episode. What are we drinking for Footloose?
1: I'm, I'm having an aha. Ooh, aha. You love your aha. And yeah, aha. there's a peach black tea.
0: Ooh. Aha. You have this, they have such great flavors. They
2: mm-hmm. really do. I, I really uh, do. I don't know what my favorite is. I like the citrusy ones.
1: The blueberry pomegranate one we have now is good.
2: I don't think I've tried that yet. I don't have to. Uh, I I decided to spike my seltzer. So Mm -hmm. I am having a high noon vodka and soda grapefruit. Citrusy.
0: Love it. I felt like um, recently, due to the packing up and everything, and you can't see it, I, I won't raise the camera. I have a haul packing boxes in the studio, packing it up. It does
2: look sparse in there. Lots of Studios memorabilia. Looking sparse. Lots of m- memorabilia.
0: Um, but I felt like I've not theme based my drinks mm. and beers yeah. recently because of it. So today I went out and I was just like, "What would somebody in the early '80s?" Mm-hmm in in the midwest what's the closest i could get yes. the closest i could get is a paps blue ribbon 40 That's good, which right? i found Very and good. purchased so well that's done. what i was well able, was able to get that yeah i, I was uh, trying sure to get how it close as I could. feel no. after this but S- spice
2: seltzers as close as i get to beer these yeah, days paps is pretty
1: benign there's not really yeah
0: well it's been a long time I remember long ago was my crusade to take paps blue ribbon away from the hipsters because mm. it had become a hipster beer. Right. i think that has actually worked i've got some yingling premium in the
2: fridge if mm. i could get it to you in uh com majors boston mm. i would. I would get that yes. to you right now. Yeah, I
0: would drink that. So that is fabulous. That is
2: the drink of this movie.
0: Yeah, it w- that would be a perfect choice. Yeah. Uh, okay, um, another cult favorite, I would say. We've yes. run a run of cult yeah, favorite films yes. a little bit here, uh, but a different one, I think, from the other ones we've been seeing. So it's time for the rundown. What is happening mm-hmm. in Footloose? Mm-hmm. Well done. Whoa, Look at right you. Great job. Nail polish. Is nail working. polish, yeah. <laughs> <it> did <laughs> wonders. <laughs>
2: You can't see it, but it's there. It's there. Wren <laughs> might just not survive small-town life. is used to life in Chicago, where teenagers look and act like adults. They smoke, drink, have sex, the use. He gets to come and go as he please and blow off steam with some dancing and gymnastics. But here, in small-town USA, well, the kids still do all of those things. But they're under the watchful eyes of the conservative religious crowd. However, there will be no dancing or gymnastics.
0: <laughs> love it. I love that you got the character name right. First Thank you.
2: I, this one really stuck in my head. It's, it's interesting because name. it is
0: really out
1: there. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's what not is a it's, What do you think?
2: Wheat. It's got to be a nickname. So what's it? In, Ren, Reginald. Ren, Reginald. Okay.
1: No, that. I was thinking
2: work. of like Renault. Renault, isn't that a? I don't know. Renaldo. Ren-, ren-, ren. Maybe
0: it ren- was named after the
2: bird. A mm. ren.
1: Isn't that yeah. W?
2: Cameron. Yeah, Cameron? Like they dropped the W. Is it the end of a name?
1: Ren. I don't know. No. No. I don't know. Tamron.
0: Uh, Tam.
2: Yeah, I don't
0: know. I don't know. Let's just celebrate the fact you got the name right. Thank you. Renly. Um, Renly. All right, here it's time for grade uh, of the week on the scale E the right plus. A plus through F minus. Where are we placing mm-hmm. Footloose? Jim. Mm.
1: Uh, C. Oh, C. Oh, all right. C. OK, mm. that's
0: fair. Katie.
2: This movie is super entertaining. Um, su- I'm still working out whether it's good, mm-hmm. but it, it's entertaining. That's,
1: that's where I it. landed. Yeah, I'm going to yes. go with a
2: B. I, I'm going to give this a B. OK.
0: Uh, I and this is I am giving it a C which for me is the equivalent of an F. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I found this movie entertaining, but not for the reasons it probably should have been entertaining. Mm, Uh, And I will say off the bat that I uh, uh, completely understand why this movie would have been a hit when it was a hit. Yes. And there's some stuff of it in it that I absolutely enjoy. I think there's fun elements that there's some the great stuff in it uh this is maybe one of the movies that has aged the worst mm-hmm. of any film that's we've fair. ever done on this show that's fair. um but <laughs> it, it yeah it's a scene but, I,
2: the, I, but this definitely is like a moment in history though like this oh, feels it absolutely it goes without i'm glad this movie exists <laughs> mm-hmm. because... i'm glad i was not a
0: teenager at that moment yes. in history. Well, and that's well. one of
2: the things right to, yes i think that's something for us to talk about uh, of what this illuminates about the eighties and movies and culture. Yeah. Hmm.
0: So, okay. So we're not strangers to this time period in film history. No. Um, last year we watched rad, which was right. Yes. Similar in this wheelhouse. Um, we've watched some other cultish mm-hmm. fan favorite films so far this year. Ghost, Father of the Bride, Titanic, all very different films. What I will say about this movie is of all the ones we've watched this year, this one makes maybe the most sense to me in terms of why at the time people would have been drawn to it, why okay. it would have been like a cultural phenomena, all that type of stuff. This movie, I could see four teenagers or young people in the 80s with this soundtrack, everything that's going on. I, I completely get why this was a hit when it was released. Can you it makes give complete me, um, sense to me.
2: History teacher, can you give me an end date on our engagement in Vietnam? Like
0: what? Uh, so, I mean, we're talking late 70s, the the Ford pre-Carter. So that that part had come to an end. But yeah. We're in that weird you know, post-70s Reagan, real pushback against Reagan. This would have been going into second term Reagan, where you had um, religious right conservatism at its peak, quite honestly. And that would have been rising through the 70s. So it would have made sense, like in a town like this, these kids would have been growing up in the peak of... Uh, conservative, like yeah. uh, conservative talk radio, all yep. that stuff that would write that part of it is no, dead it all, solid that in terms all of what felt it is.
2: right to me. and And so, one of the paths I went down mentally was thinking about how teenagers have changed since that time in regards to all kinds of maturity, and how you know, we Jim and I were talking about that when we were growing up, we really saw like high school seniors, high schoolers as legit adults, like actual adults. And so it's funny then in this movie that yes, they are acting like adults in many ways, but also they're 28 years old.
0: Well, the people playing them are. (laughs) They
2: they are 28 years old. So there's a reason. And the two particular people that are chosen as the leads of this movie have most especially like lived nine lives before they are cast as high school seniors in this movie. Like, She is the youngest graduate from Juilliard as a cellist. (laughs) She graduated from Juilliard at like 17 or something. Um, Kevin Bacon went off to live in New York City as an actor at 17. So they had both lived as adults for like 10 years before they were cast as high school seniors. And I just find that fascinating that they chose. Not only did they choose chronologically old folks, but folks that had like lived. (laughs) But it's just interesting thinking about you know what 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 are high school seniors like now in small town America and in Chicago? I, 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 are they still the doing thing, gymnastics? I wonder.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, the, the obsession with gymnastics. The gymnastics in the is, so is so weird. Really in
2: intriguing to me. <laughs> it's so like, weird. But that
0: was such a thing. Like they used to do that. I don't movies, know. Like- is
2: that true?
0: They did in the 80s. People were on gymnastics teams. They had lot, gymnastics
2: teams at public schools. Is that real? I need to hear from they, the people that there were other people who are about listening that. The did one, your schools have gymnastics? Oh, teams. we didn't. But there are
0: people I mean, I think but we I would need to know that window. <laughs> I, I really was, like
2: I'm fascinated.
0: What movie was it? There was one of those "How does it get made?" movies with John Stamos was in it, and was the same deal. He was like a gymnast. I'm
2: fascinated. There was like these. I mean, here I am thinking I was deprived because like we didn't have lacrosse and field hockey. No, no, no. There were schools that had
0: gymnastics teams. We have gymnastics team. You don't have a gymnastics team. No. Our high school has one. No. Oh yeah, they have a gymnastics team. I am shocked. Yeah, Shocked and well, it's not in the actual gym. That's the thing. Never too appeared. young it to was, die. Look at never those young internet to die. skills. Yes. Wow, yeah, that's fabulous. Checker. But you know what, Katie? I think that the the detachment between small town and big town, which is self evident in this movie, that gap has shrunk because of social media and all the things. May I also present that they don't actually
2: show the gap being that big? Like, there's a weird... They're trying to make it seem like the gap is huge. But Kevin Bacon's character, Ren, is not really that different at all than these kids. They're they're the seem, same kinds of people. And it's like, not he like, like he comes in and kid. corrupts these kids are like, that's not a thing. In fact, they think he's going to be a corrupting influence. They're already doing all of the things except dancing. Like,
0: oh <laughs> well, I do like think when we put ties, it into
2: the context.
0: <laughs> but I think if we put it into the context of the 80s from a historic perspective, it does make sense because from a social cultural perspective, urban areas like Chicago, which they talk about in this, there have been so much decay in those areas because of neglect of the 60s and 70s. Like if you go and look at it, that these people, these places were being perceived and it was being used by the conservative right as a kind of tool to separate people and say, oh, you don't want to go into the city. It's dangerous. It's correct. It's everything that's wrong about. So I think that's at play. So I think that background Makes sense That there wasn't And I think that's Probably a choice By Herbert Ross No you're right A lot of movies Like this Which are interesting Like his films Like his later films Are films like My Blue Heaven um, True Colors Secret of My Success With Michael J. Fox And it was all of these Kind of Fish out of water, like how people are going to go into areas that are different and affect them. So, in the case of this movie, it's like the big city person going to the small town and what effect that's going to have with Secret yeah. of My Success, which I love. It's Michael J. Fox going from the small town to the big town. My Blue Heaven is Steve Martin, right? The the mobster who starts to have the relationship with Rick Moranis, who's like the square FBI agent, and so that's what oh, his yeah, films. Yeah. Do you know, that's how his yeah. films that like terrible. Change that. Like they play, but they play off of all that idea constantly, which is an interesting. No, I think premise.
2: I, I hear what you're saying, and I I agree with that. I think that's emphasized by the conversation between the reverend and his wife when they're in bed and he's kind of explaining, you know, why he thinks that music is the root of all evil and that it's going to make the people have, the children have sexual desire and they're going to touch each other. And his wife reminds him that, Absent of all of the things, they also wanted to touch each other. Yeah. Which is funny because you're thinking about John well, Lithgow yeah. in a se- sexual way, but yes. I do want
1: to... I think John Lithgow is like the most interesting character in this movie mm-hmm. because I think it would have been so easy to cast him as the bad... As the... As the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And almost all movies that have this like conservative Christian antagonist it's usually they go down with the ship right they they the end is them being defeated and um being pissed off that their ways yeah. are not yeah. are not going forward in this movie he's a really nuanced character right like you find out that the reason he is so hellbent on his on on the on the things that he he finds inappropriate is because his son died and he's kind of using that as an excuse and rather than really just thinking that it's you know an accident like his son was in an accident yes doing something stupid that teenagers do but he's using like these external influences as like a way way to focus his grief and anger right
2: and and he really believes that his job is to save this town and he sees his son as somebody he didn't save
1: Right. So he has to right. like
2: retroactively figure out how to save the rest. Right.
1: Now you do have other jackasses in this town who are, are, are basically complete fucking morons who want to burn books. I
0: literally and, are burning.
1: Right. Books. And John Lithgow is as the preacher is like, no, no, no. Like that is not what we do. Like you don't, you and don't get to English do that. Teachers. Right. Right. And, yeah, we don't follow. Fi- fi- yeah, they, there's a whole scene about they had fired an Eng- English teacher who was teaching. I don't. I don't. Well, there's there's a comment about Slaughterhouse yeah, Five.
2: that's what they're talking about at the beginning. Uh, but so I that's assume- not the same.
1: No. I don't think it's the same. Because no. they already fired the, the teacher, thing.
2: right? But they yeah. fired
1: another teacher for doing something I can't remember what. But the, the he basically says like I I'm not going to be a part of that. And he can so they he he's drawing lines of like where he will take his quote, unquote, extremism. And I don't, I, I just always found, I remember that going back into this movie that like his character has a really interesting arc that you don't get to see a lot because he ends up changing his mind. He ends up saying like, I'm not, I'm not capable of saving everyone. His wife kind of helps him along that path. And he says, that's really not my job. My job is to like, is to just be there, right? Is to be there for you and, and kind of help you make decisions if, if you want help making decisions. And yeah, I thought, I thought his story actually played out really nicely. And in the end, like none of the other characters are very interesting at all. <laughs> well, I think
0: that's part of the problem. This movie feels wildly unbalanced. In, in, just in, like from scene to scene, there's just weird... Changes like the John Lithgow stuff is really interesting, and I it's like that one sequence towards the very end where you only get like a snippet of it where Kevin Bacon and he are discussing and looking at pictures. Yeah, and Kevin Bacon's talking about his dad left. That him and scene, thing. like that's I felt like that should have been more like that's a really interesting. It felt like, like there was throwaway. a whole
1: scene there and they cut, cut out, it out, yes. yeah, because yeah. you come in at the very end of the conversation and he says something like, you know, uh. Oh, what does Kevin Bacon say something like, you know, I you know, I hopefully know you're
0: not going to you're going to do what you have to do. Right.
1: But. And he says, hopefully you can understand a little bit, you know, I I understand a little bit about you and hopefully you understand a little bit more about me and maybe the choices your son made or something like that. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think if you were able to see that whole conversation, yeah, this movie starts to become not as lighthearted. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: Well, it's not for that or for the audience that this film was obviously intended for. And and for that, I will I will say as much as I felt it was disjointed in terms of some of the choices. And I think there probably was a lot of editing. In fact, I can't remember the exact story. But Paul Hirsch, who's the editor who did like Mission Impossible and Star Wars and everything, edit this. And I remember in his his like memoir talking about they did have to cut and move a lot of stuff around to make this marketable for who it's really intended for. And I think, yeah, that's interesting to think about. I do think they hit who's it's intended for, though. When you think of who the target audience is for this, I I do think going heavy probably wouldn't have worked. If you're a 16 year old kid going to theater, you don't care about John Lithgow and Kevin Bacon probably having a existential discussion about life. You know, you want to see the probably greatest montage in film history. Um, <laughs> Would Kev, that be Kevin, Kevin Bacon, Bacon
2: alone in Kevin Bacon? The no, be Kevin,
0: Kevin, Kevin Bacon and Chris Penn. Um, oh, oh, that God, I'm actually so I, 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 the bromance bro- oh. montage. I am actually currently seeking finance to do a short film version of Jim and I reenacting <laughs> those roles. Yeah. <laughs> Who's yeah, who? Think it would who? Be a huge a huge well, um, you can be I Kevin Bacon. I submit that You can uh, be Kevin Bacon.
2: A young Chris Penn has a similar look to a young Jim DeSanto. Also maybe I'll be There Kevin are Bacon. some facial similarities yeah. there. Yep. So
0: yep. I, I think that we could get some some investment and really, oh people would love that we could put that they together. would I think love that would jim now, and i in that montage which be, so brian
2: you're going to be the one teaching the dance moves well
0: i, I thought jim had more rhythm so he should be yeah, Kevin this, is Bacon, tricky. This, this is where things get so tricky So we're gonna have to we might have to make some changes <laughs> yeah. Make some changes that I love their relationship a long time. It
1: does, and a, I love every minute Well, he has long, long to learn how to there. be a dancer by the end of it. So yeah. you can't oh, well, really, and like... they've
2: choreographed a piece. I mean, they yeah, pull yeah. out some choreographed, oh, they, really pull,
1: they pull something some synchronized
2: out oh, synchronized movements at the true. dance, yeah. so it was well worth it. Yeah. yeah, I'll be interesting
0: to get some analysis when we do the new uh West Side story and compare it to oh, the yeah. dance numbers in this film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. qualities can be more quality? Oh, God,
2: so good. I mean, the, I do love... I love the dance scenes in this movie. The, Kevin Bacon's solo gymnastics slash... Oh, yeah, there's a oh, gymnastics
1: bar in the I, factory. Yes I, the, yes, I love that.
2: God. Why not? It's
0: so yeah. good.
2: They, so good.
0: Um, this like, movie made me think, and I made like a little mini list of it, that the music videos... I think I could just watch the music video from it, from the movie. And that would be enough. Like, mm. I'm not sure I needed the whole 90 minutes. Yeah. Like, Just give me a couple of music videos. Like it made me start thinking of movies like The Bodyguard. Right. Instead of watching the whole bodyguard, just watch the I will always love you video "Queen of mm-hmm. the night video. And, and then you're like, That's wow, fair. this movie yeah. really good. Um, uh, Brian Adams, Robin Hood, Prince mm-hmm. of Thieves song. Everything I do, I do it for you. Just mm-hmm. watch that. Yep. Uh, the Sting, Brian Adams, Rod Stewart song from The Three Musketeers. Just watch that. <laughs> um, the, the, the Proclaimers song from Benny and June. Just watch that. You don't need to watch Benny and June. Just r- listen to that song. And that would be a better experience than the actual <laughs> time allocated to watching the whole film.
2: Can we talk about Ariel yeah what a
0: character she is all over the place what is, is going my on my goodness
2: a red flag
1: yeah our- <laughs> hi
2: I, I am a red, red flag?
1: flag yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what what about ariel is kevin bacon at all interested
2: that in? is that's my struggle i don't believe their relationship at all no she's no there. there
0: i think this is a really bad performance. Yeah, like yeah, really like. She's and not I don't great. Know to, I don't know who to blame for it. Really, no. But I, I, I was like, ooh, can we just? The scene she is in is there. Every one of them, her she, character is all over the place.
2: She's a cellist. She's a model. That well, she's I an actress. Yeah. You're no, talking about. Well, no, but she wasn't is, really. But she was. She in was. Things. A, she, like when she was cast in this, she was they. I guess she was in the Fame TV show. That was that was the thing before this. It just seems it seems odd. I would so much rather see Sarah Jessica Parker in that role. Yeah, you also never see the girls
1: dancing. Very rarely. Yeah. <laughs> Do you?
2: I mean There's this like- is it's a very male-centered film, which is fine. That's just what it is. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah Ariel's but character feels like a lead. waste. Well, it's I, I just mean, it's a waste of the character. I mean,
0: like, for a prime example, right? Let's use one we've been talking about recently uh, as in a, a lot of our double features, which is Dirty Dancing. Mm-hmm. Like in compare. Nobody puts Swayze, baby in the corner. You no, know, but compare like the Swayze, Jennifer Gray Pure situation fire. to Kevin Bacon, because I will say this, Kevin Bacon, I I. Really like in this movie. I know they don't give him much to work with, but you can watch this movie with Kevin Bacon and understand why Kevin, like Kevin Bacon, yeah. has something. No, right? absolutely, you see absolutely. Like, she he is dynamic. You
2: Watch her, and you're just like nothing. This is not, and there's nothing between working. the two it's of them. Flat. There's nothing uh, and going her on. Her character's
1: there. insane. There's n- yes, <laughs> yes. But, like the her insane. character has severe psychological oh. issues that she's are going on. Suicidal. In the yeah, she's
0: crazy, suicidal, but the acting of that is so
2: yeah it's not good manic. it's not it's good like
0: something you would see a like high school production doing auditions for and be like okay i want you to be this in this scene like there's no no there's no, no level f- to my that my friend and neighbor
2: who loves this movie said clearly she knew somebody like like there's no explanation there I don't see how she like did so well in a screen test or you know like some casting agent saw her and was like yes her it doesn't make any sense the well, other I'm folks thinking, the other folks in the movie are so much better
0: yeah well and it's weird too because i it's a role where they're asking her to do a lot because theoretically really I feel like her character arc should be fairly strong in this. And it's just not like her scenes with John Lithgow. Just you have one person who's like an actor and then there's her performance. And then even her with Kevin Bacon, you can see like the Kevin Bacon energy and you see it like in those sequences where it's Sarah Jessica, Chris Penn, Kevin Bacon, like those three
1: have it like that's like
0: a fun. And then she's just there, yeah.
1: And yep. you're just and like, she kind of Ooh. looks
2: like a heroin addict. Oh my gosh, bit. she does not look healthy. No, I feel you feel very uncomfortable watching this movie now because it is clear that she's not well. And whether that was again, she was a model at the time, so I don't know if it's a reflection of the she, wildly she looks unhealthy like, practices she's of the modeling industry. But she looks thirty-four. She looks like she weighs less than I do, and she's five foot ten. Um. She just, I don't know. There's no, uh, what you were saying about the arc of the character, Brian, I, I totally agree. To me, this is a character that's supposed to have complexity and development. So I, al- I also blame the writing because I don't feel like they ever really land this in a place that, like, she's, Kevin Bacon calls her out. Ren says, like, number one, this isn't about your dad. You know, like she wants to keep thinking that Ren's going after her father. Mm-hmm. And he's like this. I'm not, I'm not like in a weird competition with your father. Like, that's right, not right, a thing. Right. And he calls her out on what she's doing to try to like, whatever, get his attention, piss him off. Do, like he, ha- he has those conversations with her. We don't see her go anywhere. I like, it doesn't seem like yeah. there's any self-reflection, if, any...
1: Yeah, and this happens not just with her character. It happens with, like... It's weird, the characters that they decide to to give screen time to, and the ones they don't. So, like, the idiot book burner gets way more time than he mm. should. Mm-hmm. The stupid aunt and uncle. Yeah, they should. They don't even need to exist. And the mom is incredible. Like, whenever She's there's great. little conversations with the mom, yeah, there's, mm. like, a real natural, like, yep. relationship there that seems
2: Agreed. believable. There's than, don't, yeah. so much more natural Agreed. chemistry between the mother and son than yeah. there is between the love interests in this movie. Right, and Both she had the... the and, I'm sorry, and the, the preacher and his wife yeah. also have a very, like, a, natural great. relationship yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, to, dude, to it was, me, she had to go and kill all those gremlins and then move out. Maybe that's
0: what
2: changed things. Yeah,
0: yeah. To, to me, it would have been interesting. And again, I know it's like a high school movie. You have to have a love story. But did you even need the two of them to be together?
1: No. And, well, they Do, were I mean, Were they really together? like, I, 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 don't, I don't know, see, I,
0: but that's what I mean. It was like it to me would have been even more interesting for a character if it could have been a friendship. And I understand that doesn't maybe fit in the wheelhouse of like this is a teen kind of movie, right? You want to have this story, but it's like her choices that she's making. She's like going after the like a hole guy, the typical eighties movie a hole. But it's like all this stuff of jumping relationship, like and just be like, no, you could actually. You want to get out of here? I don't want to be here either. Like, how mature would it be or interesting would it be? And I know that's not going to happen in an 80s movie where it doesn't have to be like a love story. It's like, I could help you get through this. And it doesn't have to be this like manufactured, like fake, whatever it is. Because they don't, I mean, they lean into it in a couple of scenes, but then not even, like you're right, at the end, when they're doing the awesome dance number at the end, she's not dancing with him, really. They do that one slow dance, but then it's her not even involved in that. So it's almost like, yeah, and it's also like the,
1: not a not even an end to technically the story, right? Like they let, they were allowed to have a dance outside of the city. Yeah.
0: But but here's the real question, right? Like at the end of this, like at the end of a story like Dirty Dancing, for example, you ha- you probably have in your mind like are baby and Johnny going to stay together? No. Right. Like, but, you, but I know. But do you. Know what I mean, yeah, like you, yeah, would, yeah. you would at least ask yourself that question. Right. Right. You wouldn't spend one second
1: asking. No, no one cares question. if they're going to stay together they are No, but that's the what relationship I mean. so I just, is not really important.
0: But to me, it was almost more like the interesting thing about that. This movie for a big chunk of it was like he wasn't kissing her. He wasn't like playing into that. Mm hmm. And and he was still with her, which is like almost validating who she is as a person. And then in that like last sequence, it's like when he comes out and he's like, no, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. And that's like when she brightens up, it's like, okay, now like he's been like building her up and making her a better person. But then it falls back to this idea at the end that all really mattered to her, not was that his friendship and he was trying to do all this stuff, but that he calls her beautiful. And that's when she brightens up. I don't know. It just, there was something about that. I was like, this is just, it, it could have been better. And I understand, again, I understand why it like falls into that convention where they have to have that. And, you know, probably somebody in the studio said, no, no, they got to be together. It can't just be a friendship. You can't have a guy and a girl in a teen movie be friends. Yeah. It's just not possible. You could never have that type of relationship. Yeah. But Willard just, and uh, so, what's her name?
1: Ross. What's her name? Their names are so Rusty. Great. Rusty. Rusty. Rusty is Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker's name is Rusty yeah. in this movie. All
2: of the names. I would love to know who um, names the characters. Willard and Shaw. Rusty. Such strange names.
1: Yeah, like, like I thought the their names, relationship right? was great. They were yep. fabulous. Yeah. They, they oh, God. Good.
2: Her telling him he's not allowed to fight? Yeah, I told scene. Rusty
1: I wouldn't fight. Oh, my God. How can we discuss Wait, what the fight what did she sequence? say?
2: Kick his ass or something. I know. Like beat him the hell up or yeah. something like that.
0: The the fight sequence is not to be believed. And no. then it
2: just ends. Oh, where well,
0: Kevin Bacon does like a does like a, like a does like a dance kick. That was I was wondering if Patrick Swayze stole that move for Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah, that, that was like good. jumping, that jumping kick. I was like, um, well, look at It was, at that, it that. was a
1: hard-soled loafer, though. So you yeah. imagine yeah. it did some damage. Did some damage. Um, yeah. Amazing.
0: Um, here's a question for you. What do you think is the dumbest thing that somebody could make illegal? Because to me, dancing has got to be like to have a town ordinance yeah, banning dancing. That feels dancing, pretty dumb. Like, I mean, I, I'm sure that I get it. That was a real thing, but I was mean, it? in retrospect, I mean, oh, yeah. is there a historical bands back in the fifties? I don't know if it went into the eighties. I'd have to look at it, but back in the fifties, they made like rock and roll shows. Oh yeah. This
1: is based illegal. on a real, uh, this is based yeah. on a real thing. So
0: yeah. Wow. So that they would have been illegal. Um, but I forget just, the name of the
1: town.
2: Yeah. But, um, I don't, I don't know if it, anything gets more dumb than that. I mean, well, there might be one thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, 1978 78 we're still doing it.
2: Yeah, um it was the town the
1: of 50s. Elmore City, Oklahoma, band dancing for nearly 90 what? years until a high, group of high school teenagers challenged it. Wow. Now, here's the funny thing about that. There's a part where where Willard is talking about like the uh, the other towns around that may have similar rules and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and he says like, "Oh yeah, up into," and he names a few states, yeah, as if they are in Elmore City, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Which is bi- basically impossible because the Rockies are fucking well, all over yes. this movie.
0: Yes, I, I would agree. With <laughs> Those that. are not little mountains. Agree.
1: That is kind of like, what was
0: the movie we watched where they were like in the Venice Canal?
1: <laughs> oh, <fine>. oh for, <laughs> yeah, for, uh, Nightmare
0: on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. It's yeah. supposed to be in the Midwest. Next thing you mm. know, they're in Venice Beach. Uh, well, on the, the canal. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's um, so
1: weird
0: something that might rival this banning of dancing is a dumb idea is having a chicken fight on tractors on a dirt road that scene that that scene is next level the fact that that they scored that whole thing and turned it into the equivalent of like an action set piece fantastic
2: is might be slightly poking fun at rural america Bit, I, I hope I hope that is what it's intention Can I tell was. you, there is some incredible trivia from this film on IMDb. Can I give you a few just oh, little, yeah, little the, tidbits? Yeah, hit us hit us. So they here. added those scenes with Chris Penn in because Chris Penn actually could not dance. So that was like a post script add-on. Choice. After okay. they cast Chris Penn in this role, they decided they would just have Kevin Bacon teach him how to dance. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, also, Some of the
0: best scenes, easily. Yeah. Most enjoyable scenes in the movie.
2: Kevin Bacon was offered the lead for the Stephen King movie Christine at the same time that he was asked to do the screen test for this movie. The producers convinced him to turn down Christine before he even had the role for Footloose, telling him that he would become a star. And then the, which lady said that he was not sexy enough? Uh, somebody Producer. involved in the production. Producer Sherry Lansing said that Kevin Bacon uh, was not huge. sexy yeah, enough huge, um, to be the lead in this film and Herbert Ross had to like negotiate for him. Fascinating. I mean, think, I think about it. Like, this is, is an establishing role for, for well, Kevin I think Bacon, right? I, I, I,
0: yes. And again, I think like he makes this watchable. Oh, 100%. He, I mean, he This is, is one of those movies it, where
2: like without Kevin Bacon, I don't uh, this, but this I mean, in, I feel right?
0: like he's instantly like there's just something. I mean, again, yeah. it's Kevin Bacon. So we know who he is. No, You're but right. You just watch this and you're like, no, no,
1: this this guy is. Yeah, is good. This, like, is, this yep. is. Can we talk about something that I've been struggling with with this movie, too? His I hair? told Katie. No, no, no. It's the fact that it seems like it may all be fake, but like. Like a fairy tale situation. No, 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 no. That, like, when you think about the music that's played in this movie, that is not music that people ever danced to. Like,
0: and think about it. You've never danced to Almost Paradise by Mike Reno because I have.
1: No, like the slow dances, but like, are whatever, right? But, like, the fast dancing in this, like, they go to a country western bar at one point. Yes. And, and play the, Footloose. <laughs> yeah. The, the music on the, it doesn't make any sense. So, like, yeah, what I want to know is, like, if we have any folks that are of the age of someone like Kevin Bacon, you know, who were in their high school years or college years in the early 80s, did, like, were there, were there like, rock dance clubs? Like, that doesn't make any sense mm. to me. Hmm. and so that's like a good question because because at the same time you had disco which was coming down you know like people were yeah, that, yeah
0: well there's the rise of hip-hop really around right this time. And, and, and punk and, and hair and, and, and hair hair bands and they and
1: mentioned and, david bowie and men at work and they're nowhere to be found in this movie now um which is really funny to me because they're they're immensely more popular i think than well,
0: well it's probably immensely uh, more expensive that's
1: true that's true it's just it, it just seems like a weird a weird thing to me that never I've never been able to reconcile in my mind until someone legitimately will needs to tell me like yes I was
2: we, 17 we do have in 1983
1: and right, I could go check. to a club I, and dance to footloose, footloose or like any other Kenny Loggins well, song. I have the, a f- were, I
2: have a few siblings who were of that age okay, so we in got small town check. America Let's yeah, and so and that yeah, I know it's suite. interesting
1: cuz I don't I, I don't believe that country was probably not a huge thing there.
2: Yeah, I mean
1: but I, but, I, but was it like was dancing to that like kind it, of music a thing?
2: I don't think so.
1: I don't either, and that's what makes this movie really strange to yeah. me. Well, do we'll you think there was questions? dancing but it's like they're hitting they're
0: obviously pushing this sound this this soundtrack pretty hard. This is all stuff from their soundtrack so it's just just like the idea of okay there would be dance clubs they are going to dance and obviously we're going to dance to this Kenny Loggins song and we're going to use it nonstop, and we're going to use let's hear it for the boy we're going to use all these songs that we're going to sell so we're going to sell this soundtrack yeah like they do fame and it all just, these other things it just
1: there's there's a part of me that is eternally bothered by it by not knowing <laughs> eternally yeah we'll, we'll have to ask you know some people, ed- people. In
0: yeah you know what eternally bothered me about this film is that too many shirts on in, the men well that i was hoping they would do like some renovating of the barn with yes. their shirts yeah. on like yes. they did in the loft and ghost yeah. um but apparently in this town dancing is a bigger danger than domestic violence oh because yeah well, you can we just don't, we don't you can just that. you can just hit women mm-hmm. Nobody does anything about it want.
1: I mean, that you don't was even get a, to see the preacher encounter no that percussion. I wanted that, that. that yeah. guy. Yeah, I wanted that. How do you not have that in that movie when when she comes home with a black eye and I hear mean, what excuse yeah. she comes up with? Maybe he
0: was worried I, she had the black eye from when he hit her in the scene previous. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, that's true. Maybe he uh-huh. was assuming it was that that boyfriend, whoever that guy was driving around. With,
2: Man, I said
0: um literally beat her. Yeah, underneath the football bleachers. Yep, and not mentioned again.
1: No. By the way, yeah, they were like basically has, in a fist fight. Yep. Yeah. I, sh- I think she punches him in the face. She does. And then they they have yeah. like a fist fight.
2: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but not dealt with. If, no. If no. No. Kevin Bacon just helps her all. to cover it up with makeup. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very oh, interesting yeah. choice in film yep. filmmaking. There, uh, here's a question for you: What is the um, limit to the amount of confetti you would allow to fall
1: down oh, on God, you? Now? None, zero. <laughs> I, I, all I think about is like if, <laughs> what it glitter, can, if it, was, gets eye, glitter. If it gets in my real, eye. gets in my eye. I was don't want it's metal. Effects? See, confetti's fine. fine. Confetti is you know. Paper. Yeah, I can do
2: paper, big but, paper confetti. I'm, I'm fine.
1: Glitter, glitter I'm out. I'm all out. By the way, they they that was clearly, like, most of it was fake, right? Like, they added it in post. It looked... It looked horrible. It looked terrible. um, Because glitter, you know, you just wouldn't have a sustained fall of glitter for that long. I know. Without some kind of crazy apparatus,
0: but... They uh had a huge glitter budget for uh, a makeshift barn prom that nobody uh, was going to throw. It was a lot of money going into that that, uh, glitter. Yeah,
1: but but as far as, like, the climax or the end kind of success of this movie is that they get to have a dance outside of city limits. It's not even in the city. Right. 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 Yeah. And so like, so what have they really they achieved? Haven't no, no, anything. So, but they did. So like, that's the, the funny thing about this movie is I do think that there's a pretty resonant story with like John Lithgow has changed right at the end of this movie. He is a different, his ideals of how he's going to deal with what, he thinks should be going forward is going to be different. Um,
0: is he so, the only one that's changed though?
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, because they're going to be burning books again. Um, he's probably going to be run out of town next. Like that's that's where my dark brain goes. It's not like oh they change the whole town and it gets it gets better. No, like he get him his whole family gets run out of town because he doesn't back uh-huh. the religious uh-huh. extremists and then Ren and his mom move on you know he goes
0: well because Ren let's be honest was just there as a stopgap anyway he, right. like he's, he's going a guy college. that's going to be able to go somewhere and do something with his life
1: I don't I know he's going to people... lose his gymnastics scholarship <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well that's true <laughs> no, sure. he got kicked um, off the gymnastics team because yeah, he, uh, a spot for he took him. Ariel home late oh
0: <sighs> It's amazing. Katie, this reminds me of what your upbringing might have been like.
1: Yeah. Wait, by the way, after he gets kicked off, there's a point where another group of guys drive by the car and they taunt him for yes. not being on the gymnastics, yes. the gymnastics team. <laughs> that would go a whole lot differently in the Northeast.
0: You, you think so? You <laughs> yeah. don't think that would be he something would, he would be He for? may
1: be taunted before... Uh, for being on the yeah, gymnastics yeah, team? For being on the gymnastics team
2: such a strange
1: thing it is a really strange choice to, to have them and there's that scene where him and chris penn are just working out together on the parallel bars like yeah <laughs> <for> <laughs> what reason
0: i gotta give That was, like, was really so kevin bacon funny. i don't know if that was really him but that's but no, was. it
2: wasn't because i looked i was like so was it that yeah. Kevin bacon was just like a really good gymnast and they were like we're gonna work that nope nope somebody just like thought odd that that's story you know it
0: was in the 80s. Think about it. if you remember when we were growing up, the Olympics, like the, we- the Wheaties boxes. <laughs> no, you're stuff, right. There like, was there yeah. was a love yeah. for gymnastics.
2: You're right. There was
1: a
0: Olympics were a huge. Deal. No, you're right. But now and no now one cares winter.
1: about men's men's gymnastics well, nobody, at I all. Feel like right? Nobody cares yeah. about the Olympics much anymore.
0: That's they just finished and I could have I couldn't watch us be bothered to watch a second of it. Yeah. And I you know no, it's the, just, that you're right. That, that has also shifted just. Yeah, because there were like they were trying to turn gymnasts like olympians that was back during the phase where olympians were being like turned into movie stars and yep. we just, what's his name from rad
2: yep bart, bart connor. connor yep was Jones? an olympian right yep.
0: um oh. bruce jenner they tried to put in movies they
2: tried to put all
0: these Retton also yeah they tried to put into movies <laughs> she was Scrooge.
1: Not- she was the, she was oh uh, my t- god that was tiny tim right yes um
0: she was oh my god, she was tiny. And Mary Lou Retton as Tiny Tim. Yep. Yeah. and she does the <laughs> she, she, she does the yeah. So what is it about? You think Kevin Bacon? He's got that, he's got that. It what's, it, what's that it factor? Because I know. Me, he even, and Patrick Swayze both have it. I, I know they do. Yep, and it's back to back films. see. Yeah. I think there's a difference. They they are different. I in think in what they are because I think Patrick Swayze is Patrick Swayze. I don't think I think Kevin Bacon, honestly, is a better actor. I think Kevin Bacon goes into roles and it's not Kevin. Yeah, Bacon, yeah, yeah. But there's an right. or whereas Patrick Swayze is I one think- of those guys. He's Patrick Swayze. And that's fine. You can be that type of guy. We've had that conversation before, right? Like Tom Cruise. He's being Tom Cruise yes. in a role. Patrick Swayze is Patrick. Swayze. Kevin Bacon, I think, is an actor actor.
1: I think Kevin Bacon is yeah a much better actor than Patrick Swayze. But I also think he is like he comes across as cool. Yes. Where Patrick Swayze comes across as cool in a different way. Like he you he's the weird guy who's going to be the dancer and the, and the gymnast and know like and just be. One hundred percent himself, whereas like Kevin Bacon's just more classically cool.
2: That's interesting. I think both of them have just a, like, quiet confidence, a, like, a, a comfort in their own skin. And I think that's always sexy. Yeah. there There is just a way that they hold themselves, that, like, they're not trying to prove anything. They are not... I don't know. I We talked about Patrick Swayze having that that feeling of, like, not seeing himself as better than others. But there's just, like, he's in and of himself, just you are more than enough. Patrick Swayze, yeah. same Kevin They're Bacon. Both, you are both more recording than artists, than by the enough. way, yeah. both
0: recording artists. We uh, on the show have seen the Bacon Brothers bands. That's true. Live. I would mm. highly recommend you Jim listen to Bacon Brothers, Brothers music.
2: Kevin Bacon's hand. I
0: shook, we met you shook,
2: shook the her. hand. We shook did. We went hand. to a,
0: in college, mm-hmm. we went to a Bacon Brothers show. Hap- I'm a Bacon Brothers band mm-hmm. fan. We went there. Kevin the Bacon Kinks.
2: has been with Kira Sedgwick since 1988 very long time uh i love that i love i love like he's just uh, i like i he, i don't know you don't find that are, yeah no bacon brothers are going that. back on tour this in summer in america and I'm gonna not, go. not alone in hollywood
0: i'm gonna go i think there's something about kevin bacon where he is approachable and, and, but at the same point like you just love some of the roles he's gone on to take. Like he could have gone a certain way and he did in the eighties for a while. He was doing those kind of rom-coms and things like that. But then he started to take on all those like supporting, really interesting supporting roles, which probably weren't by choice. It was probably, you know, he got passed aside a little bit as the leading man and he was just amazing in all of those roles. And he kind of got him back himself back to marquee status. And now he does really Interesting TV shows like he did City on a Hill, which is a, you know he's a Boston cop, which is like this really crazy, crazy role. He's played serial killers. He's done all these types of things, and then he could still be Kevin Bacon, who you want to see and love.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> thanks, Kevin Bacon. We love you. I need we to read you yourself. another
1: little trivia here. Okay. Apparently, twenty four year old Kevin Bacon actually attended Payson utah high school as ren mccormick a transfer student from philadelphia to get into his role with his narrow tie and new wave haircut he was treated pretty much like in the film and left with the location scouts on the afternoon of the first day
2: (laughs) couldn't pay me enough to go back to high school couldn't pay me enough
0: no, this is not a film. We haven't done a high school film in a while, really. And this is mm-hmm. not something that would endear you to going back to that world. Probably. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yep. Not not a great world. Um, the dance scenes are worth it, though. If yep. you've never seen it, you should see it for the dance stuff because the dance scenes are pretty cool. As Aileen said, at the end, we were watching. For a town that doesn't allow dancing there's some pretty good dancers there
1: true. oh my god the scene where they're at that diner or whatever that like the burger place when uh she turns on the radio in the car and everyone starts dancing and you even hear like like it's like a little it's like a little boom box it's not even like one of those 80s boom boxes that would like shake the house it's like it's like one you would take to the beach right yes yeah. But there's people inside the store dancing, inside the they bathroom, inside the store, dancing, right. And then, yeah, he's like, flipping it and he's really good. And then John Lithgow shows up and it's like the needle scratch, right? And he turns it off. It's like everyone stops. Even the people in the bathroom all of a sudden turn <laughs> and look like no, like they're no, looking through the wall. Like... Why do people choose to do that shit in movies? Like, uh, you weird. actually have to put that when in it's the, the
0: film. Ball, uh, on the, when they talk to themselves in the mirror, right? Like, yeah, they talk about that. And how does this get made? Like, who does that? Nobody does that. No. no, they don't do it. Um, but this is certainly a piece of 80s Americana. I think
2: you've both movie. talked it up higher than a C, but... We'll let it stay. I, yeah, I, I'll, I'll
0: stay with my C.
1: <laughs> there's a lot of problems right. we didn't even talk about. Yeah, <laughs>
0: all I, 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 we, we tended to be positive, and I don't think there's anything. it's entertaining. I mean, if you haven't watched Footloose in a movies, while, we can be positive. If you yeah, need watch. a laugh,
2: you should don't watch. watch
0: the remake. That's the one thing Jim and I were talking about before we went on. there. We didn't talk about. I don't know what about this movie scream the desire to do a remake because I can't in an any what modern context understand that choice Mm-mm. at all. No. Mm hmm. So I, I just I don't get that. Like if we talked about the other ones, if you told me, OK, we're going to do a remake of Father of the Bride, which they are, by the way, with Andy Garcia and Gloria Stefan, yeah. which is going to be a really interesting one. All right. If you said we're going to do a remake of Ghost, they kind of have. I don't know what the name of somebody had had messaged me about this. Hulu did some original movie with younger people. It's the same idea. It's called the in between I don't know mm. if somebody's watched that, but I that makes not. sense. If they decided to remake a Titanic, I get it. This one, I, I, in a modern context, I don't really right. see a need or desire for that. So don't watch the remake, watch the original, um, King of the Hill, bottom of the barrel. Uh, I'm going to take a, just stab in the dark here and We're say, good. this is yeah. not better than the Sorry, tragedy of Macbeth. Is it worse than father of the bride? No,
1: not for me. No.
0: Okay. All right, so that's where we will stay. All yeah. right, double feature time. Commenters have been chiming in. What movie would you pair with the amazing Footloose and Kevin Bacon? Uh, Melissa said, "Flashdance." Great choice, right there. Uh, Brett came up. This is a great one. When I, as soon as he said it, pump up the volume,
1: which I have not which, seen. I seen. I think I've only seen it that was once, a great choice. and it was like when it came out. So yeah, I
0: love that one. That was a great choice. And Katie said faint, which we had brought up that Lori Singer was mm-hmm. in the cast of. Uh, what are our double features? I will start first. Um, so I, just as a side, this isn't going to be my choice, but I would pick, again, Michael J. Fox and the secret of my success over this film, which I love. Uh, another amazing soundtrack, Walking on Sunshine, <laughs> Katrina and the Waves. Than that one. Uh, but my choice is going to be another group, uh, two individuals who impact a town, a small town, and that's Tobey Maguire and Reese Witherspoon in Pleasantville. Mm. Uh, it's a movie where they go into their idealistic TV world or whatever it is and affect the people. Uh, a really, really good film. Uh, more serious in tone with character arcs and things like that, but Pleasantville would be my choice.
1: All right. Jim or Katie. My choice is. Just based on the similar energy and similar time period the films came out is Karate Kid. Ooh, you have been watching. I have been watching Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Uh,
2: I want to stay in the high school world and shift to a lady who showed up and shook things up. I'm choosing Stargirl based on the classic Jerry Spinelli book that everybody should know. It's a
1: great movie. It's a
2: great movie. Nutmeg, the
1: mouse,
2: rat. Dancing nutmeg, the rat.
1: Yeah, nutmeg. Yeah. Stargirl.
0: I love it. All right. Yep. So Pleasantville, the Karate Kid, Stargirl. I almost sneakily just thought, like, I could watch this movie and then watch Roadhouse as well. that's um, another one.
2: Roadhouse is always a perfect pairing. There will well, never probably, be a time it's not
0: appropriate. No, you, you could probably always watch Roadhouse. Yep. All right. It is time for five questions. You want answers? You want answers?
2: The truth. What makes a man, Mister Lebowski?
0: What the fuck is the internet? Why, Why? All right, it is five question time, and we didn't even discuss who's answering this week. Who would like to answer five it's questions? Jim's
1: turn. It's my turn. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, is it your turn? Okay. I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. It's sure. Jim's turn. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Five questions. Footloose. The fashion in this movie. We didn't even go into because I think that would have been an episode in itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Really jackets and shirts and everything. Skinny ties, prominently featured, major element of the 80s. Uh, Jim, would you wear a skinny tie, thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs down for
1: me fashion? wearing a skinny tie. No. Um, Not your thing. It really depends. Like, I think if you're like a pretty, if you're a skinny guy, skinny and tall,
2: skinny guys, you can pull
1: it off. Uh, do you think
0: you can pull that off? Can anybody pull that lock off?
1: I think, yes, I do think that some men can. You
0: need a Euro cut suit. Or or probably, women. Correct. I think
1: that, I think a, a woman wearing a skinny tie. Well, yeah, can work I could too. see that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, agreed. Okay, perfect. All right. Uh, question two. This question was kind of brought up in the film. Um, hey. Would you rather read Slaughterhouse-Five or Tom Sawyer? Uh,
2: Slaughterhouse-Five.
0: Is Tom Sawyer actually still worth teaching
1: in
2: curriculum? I have actually never read Tom Sawyer. I have really? read Slaughterhouse-Five many times.
1: I have read... Yeah, I mean, no. It's, I, I mean, 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 I mean, no.
0: No. How about no? Uh, all right, fill in the blank question. We go to question three. If you, Jim DeSanto, had to dance to one song for 24 hours straight, the song would be blank. Oh, the chicken dance? I don't know if you would dance anything (laughs) for twenty-four hours. That's like something that would send a person to an insane asylum. Yeah, no one wants to dance. dance. Like participating in thong. Yeah, just like say it was only one song. What
1: song
2: would keep you moving? Would keep you
0: moving and not drive you you insane?
1: I don't know. It's got to be something long with like multiple parts and. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, it's not really good good for dancing, though. No, but whatever. Whatever I'm going
2: to be doing for 24 hours is not going to be dancing. Fair.
0: No, it's going to be kind of swaying. Yeah.
2: You know, is it cheating to just say like the Rent soundtrack, and we'll just like like bop and sing to it?
0: (laughs) Maybe. We don't talk about Bruno. (laughs) Mm,
2: uh, We've almost listened to that nonstop for 24 hours. Yeah, we basically have in my house.
0: Yeah. How about Shake It Off, Taylor Swift? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Dance I want the Taylor. version from Sing.
2: I do Sing. like T ah! Swift. I do love,
0: <laughs> love it. Uh, all right. Uh, question four favorite question. Jim, what is your favorite Kenny Loggins song? I love Kenny Loggins. Love him in this film. Love his contributions to soundtracks. Gold of shoes, the
2: beginning of the movie, or his.
0: Yeah. He's, oh, he's a dancing,
2: really? dancing feet.
0: Yep. I love it. Kenny Loggins, baby.
1: I think I. Uh... I don't know. See, like, I'm not a huge Kenny Loggins fan. And so, like, my. That's an issue. <laughs> and it's not. My um, enjoyment of the songs is pretty much just like when I hear them feeling nostalgic for the film that they're in. For the attached film. To. Okay, so which
0: song are you nostalgic? I think it's going to be. I'm um, all right. Maybe? Oh, so good. I also like Mr. Saturday Night, which is the one he sings at the pool when they're uh, going into the pool. Like yeah, Daddy's going to the pool. Or,
1: yeah, I, I guess what is a danger zone? I, is danger that danger zone. Oh, Highway a to the danger one. zone. That's a good yeah. one too. Those are my two, I would say. All
0: right, all right, perfect. All right, good. Finally, uh question five here. Deep thoughts question. Let's play six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Connects Kevin Bacon to wine bottle artu Mr. Richard Greco well in said. six moves or less.
1: I don't know. Any of the people that are in the Richard Grieco movie?
0: Well, he's in multiple Ah. movies, Jim.
1: No, he's in one movie.
0: Well, you can also use his TV show. Oh, God. 21 Jump Street. Oh, yeah. Who else was the star of 21 Jump Street?
1: He's actually in 22 Jump Street. Okay, so you could use that as well if you want. He's
2: doing the work. He's doing the work. Yeah, there's got to okay. be someone. All, yeah. right. All right. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, we wouldn't. We wouldn't we need know. To be a little yeah. bit
0: more up to date on the Greek. I don't know. You, you have
2: one. You've got it. Do it, Brian. Go.
0: OK, well, he was with Christian Slater in the film Mobsters, you know, well along, with pa- along with Patrick Dempsey and many others. Then we could do uh, Christian Slater with Tom Cruise and an uh, interview with a vampire. And then, of course, Tom Cruise and Kevin Bacon in the amazing film. A few good men.
2: Well done. Um, luckily, people have also created websites that will just. Yes. Yeah, but he's like, well, well, the problem Richard is that, Rico's not even an option.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's a problem. I was if just somebody sure could, I if, it if, right, if yeah. somebody could uh, do it in more moves, we'll buy them a Richard Grieco wine bottle.
2: <laughs> less moves, less moves.
0: Less, less moves. <laughs> all um, right, all right. Time for recommendations. What has everybody got? Somebody give me a
1: recommendation. Uh, something. Oh, exciting. dude, yeah, he has mobsters with Chris Penn. Oh, Chris oh Penn's you in made it I
0: didn't even know Chris Penn was in it. So you did it. You yeah. went to Richard Grieco. Boom. Wine bottle. One, two, buy it three. For yourself. Mm. Buy One, it for two. Yourself. Yeah. Won't, yeah. two moose
2: two degrees two moves. the oracle Fabulous. of bacon is
0: the name the of the oracle. website <laughs> oh, i love it
2: uh who's got something
0: they're watching listening to reading that people have to get involved with
1: have to i don't know if you have to do anything well, you don't have um, to but maybe we're watching reacher and we're enjoying it
2: so yep. far still wordling every morning I still um, wordle my a wordle.
1: favorite video game destiny just came out with a new thing but i've only played five minutes of it mm. since it came out okay. local
2: friends there's um, a new foot massage place near our house called fly feet and it's amazing i've gone twice in a month
1: it gives your feet mm. wings Whew, so good i would like a foot massage It's
2: painful but then the bliss happens you have to like okay. push through the pain all right i love that <laughs> kind of like this movie it really hurts for a minute there
0: <laughs> i'm not into that that jim's out he's it's not he's not it really getting in there Dude, that's Thank you for that. Uh, okay. Uh, Aileen and I are watching Inventing Anna or Invent Anna on oh, oh, uh, Netflix. Yeah. Highly recommend. It's really Ruth, enjoyable. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, with Ruth. Very, very, very good. And it's a limited series. So Marty, I had to thing. throw
1: him off the boat. Oh, that's though very her, good, Ruth. Jim. Oh, yeah, I do a good Ruth. Yeah,
0: it was. That's, her I'm accent, though, is... i mean, it's, Her accent in this show is spot on because it's a real person. She's doing it off of. But it's so, like difficult to listen to. I mean, yeah, she's yeah. fabulous. She's like
1: a vapid like, influencer, oh, yeah. right? Oh,
0: it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's a really good show. Highly recommend it. Also, the Matthew McConaughey film Sahara, based on Oh, uh, yeah. Clive I remember Hustler's seeing that. Very,
1: yeah. We went with Brian, I think. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Very underrated. I rewatched it. Mm. Fabulous. And my criterion choice is Stanley Kubrick's The Killing. Mm.
1: I don't know nice. that one.
0: Yeah. Oh, fabulous. Noir. Very fabulous. Uh, that's
2: right. it. We're gonna play taboo next episode and i'm not allowed to say to me to me to me or interesting those are my taboo phrases and yours is fabulous and jim gets to decide what happens if either of us say our taboo words you have a week to come up with the punishment i'm not playing <laughs> you just have to be the referee
1: that's asking a lot of people. It. Yeah. It's
2: a lot of responsibility. I don't and remember, I ask for it. If Challenge.
0: If, remember if you would like to fund Gemini's small film reenactment of Chris Penn oh gosh, and Kevin Bacon, just reach out to us. Uh, also, at some point, new episodes of the Shit Show, a Shit's Creek Sometime. podcast, will be dropping. Sometime. So you can submit yeah. that as well. And that's it. <laughs> that's all we got.
1: All right. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye, Bye everybody.